Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One of the greatest weekends in sports is now officially upon us. I got. I'm sorry, I got distracted here. There was yes. Uh, I guess Keith had the yes network on. I got to look at Michael K. I can't look at this guy. <laughs> I can't look at him after all that's gone on with him and my boy Gio. What are you kidding me? I can't start the show looking at Michael K. That's a distraction. Anyway, one of the great. Let me restart. Rewind a second. One of the greatest weekends in sports is upon us. Wild card weekend. I'm not going to call it Super Wild Card Weekend. I just go wild card weekend. We have a packed show in these three short hours for you. We'll have the hottest picks in the game coming up at three. We'll do our perfect parlay at 3:40. Obviously, it's going to be special with the wild card games. I love it when you have just the six games here to go through. What a wild weekend we have in store for us. But bigger than the wild card weekend overall is the fact. That here we are, after many years of futility, with two teams in this town. So inept that there were many, many more coaching changes than there were playoff appearances. I mean, if you think about it, the coaching changes, the quarterback changes, specifically for the Jets, but just in general, all the changes that were made, the GM changes, Think about all the changes that have been made. I mean, far, far exceed the amount of playoff games that we've had in this town. And this weekend, we get one of them. And I know that there is this feel that the Giants are going to win this game and go on a run. And obviously, that could happen. Anything could happen. And I know why Giant fans feel like that, because they've seen their team you know, in recent memory, 2007, where they go on to win the you know Super Bowl out of nowhere, 2011, go on to win the Super Bowl out of nowhere, two, uh, two, two of the more um, incredible runs that the sport has ever seen with Eli Manning at the helm. And we know, you know, you know, going in, they were an okay team. And once you get to the playoffs, they were great. So I guess Giant fans, because they experienced that, feel like maybe that can be the case this go-round. There are a couple of reasons to why you may look at the Giants and think that. One is, and forget the history because that doesn't really mean anything, but one would be the head coach. And the way that Brian Dable has coached this football team, they don't beat themselves. They're generally competitive and in these football games, even though they don't have the most talent. He's an excellent football coach. Similar, I'm not trying to compare him to Belichick, but similar to what Belichick where you see you know, where the Patriots, maybe not this year, but in years past, and I know the Pats weren't very good this year, but just in years past where the Pats, after Brady left, it's like, oh, this team's not talented, and they go and take on a, you know, a Chiefs team or Bills team, whatever, and they actually compete, even with, say, Cam Newton at quarterback, whatever it may be. The Pats compete, and you're thinking, how the hell is this team doing this? Unbelievable coaching. Well, that's what Dable does. With a team that clearly is inferior when it comes to talent, not just at the wide receiver position, all over the place. I mean, they're they're not they're not a bunch of household names on defense, even though it's going to be nice to get some of these guys back. Ojalari will help getting him back. Adoree Jackson, you hope that he can play. 
in this game as well. You know, obviously the Giants up front with that, you know, Leonard Williams getting him healthy and, and keeping him healthy. Because that's going to be the key. I mean, we've seen this in playoff runs in the past. The defense, can they pressure Kirk Cousins? But anyway, the Giants don't have household names on their roster. No explosive players outside of Jones and Barkley. I mean, that's how the team is basically defined with Jones and Barkley. Defense is okay at times. I mean, maybe the third best player has been Graham Gano. And a kicker. Think about it. Anyway, so the point is that we know they're not a talented team, but they're a very well-coached team. They've been a smart football team for the most part. Daniel Jones has had a terrific season. Saquon Barkley, a terrific bounce-back year. The fact that they play in these games, they play tight, they're competitive, that is one thing to look at and say, hey, you know what? Maybe they can go on a little bit of a run. But also you look at the landscape of the NFC. Two of the division winners aren't dominant teams where you look at and say, ah, man, that's going to be tough. Now, I look at the Niners and say, that's a tough matchup. Obviously, you look at Philadelphia and say they're the best team in the NFC and were all year long. But you look at the Bucs. I mean, the Bucs at 8-9, and and it doesn't matter the record necessarily. They weren't trying in that last game of the year. But still, I mean, at best, they were going to be 9-8. and The Bucs basically backed into that division win and and otherwise uh, inept NFC South. And you look at Minnesota, yeah, their record is 13-4, and four, but eh, you almost be more scared of the Lions, it feels like. So the fact that the NFC doesn't necessarily have, and even if you look at Philadelphia and San Fran, I mean, you can make an argument with San Fran against Purdy, right? Well, you know, San Fran's down to their third-string quarterback. Not that he's, I mean, he's been playing better than the first two. But they're down to their third-string quarterback. Maybe that could leave them vulnerable in a big spot. Purdy makes mistakes. You know, whatever. You look at the Eagles and say, well, the Giants didn't even try last week and they competed with Philadelphia. It was a close game. Maybe with everybody dressed and ready to go, maybe they can actually beat Philadelphia. Because even though Philadelphia has been the best team all year, it's not like they're. It's not like Kansas City or Buffalo where they've been established and dominant for a while. You don't have that in the NFC. It is, to a certain extent, kind of open. And maybe that gives Giant fans hope that their team can go on a little bit of a run. But it starts Sunday, 4.30. And there is nothing better. You know, we say a lot of the times, as a sports fan, the best thing you could ask for is an owner who goes out there and does everything they can to build a winning team. And especially when you talk about the sports without a salary cap. We reference that with baseball all the time. But even in the other sports, too, you want an owner who's going to go out there and put a team together that can go compete each and every year. That's just a general philosophy. Because if you don't have that, you're screwed. And in New York, for the most part, we do have that. Especially now, after Steve Cohen took over. But the other thing about sports that is, you know, one of those things that you can't buy that's as precious as anything is the playoff game. That's it. The playoff series, the playoff game. We haven't seen enough of them when it comes to the Knicks over the years. We've seen a lot of, you know, disappointment near the end with the Islanders and Rangers in recent years after some good postseason series. You know, Nets, same thing, disappointment. And, you know, Yankees and Mets this year, the postseason, not getting it done ultimately. But those playoff games, those playoff series, man, that is all you can dream of as a fan. With football, it's even more special to a certain extent because it's that one game, one game each weekend. And, you know, you know, it's obviously it's not the, you know, it's not the NCAA tournament, but one game and done. That's it. No series, just your one football game, you're lined up, playoff game, that is it. Move on to the next weekend. That's the goal. And the wild card weekend gets it sorted. Obviously, you win that. Now you're, hey, we're one game away from championship weekend. And it's just such a great feeling as a fan to know that your team is in the postseason. And like we said to start, something that local fans here haven't felt in years. The boat party. Ben McAdoofus, 
By the way, we'll get into Odell in a little bit. The Boat Party and Ben McAdoofus. That's the last time we had a postseason appearance around here. So regardless of the fact that the Giants have already exceeded expectations, regardless of the roster and the talent or lack thereof, this is the time to be excited. Even if your gut tells you, I don't know, I'm worried, this is the time to be excited. You get your plans ready. You figure out how you're going to manage the weekend. You know, assume if you're single, you're good to go. If you're married with kids, uh, you got to figure it out. I was having uh, one of my buddies was telling me he got invited to some kind of, you know, family function or something or friend thing. Like, dude, who schedules, who schedules that type of stuff these weekends? Come on now. These are what I like to call non-negotiable weekends. There's really, I mean, there's really two of them. When it's both Saturday and Sunday, wild card and then the divisional round. Even championship Sunday, all right, it's just Sunday. You've been doing that for 18 weeks. You're good to go for another, what's another Sunday? And then Super Bowl Sunday, you don't have to worry about because everybody wants to partake in that. Family, kids, whatever, wife, kids, everybody wants to partake in that. So it's really just two weekends. Wild card weekend and the divisional round. It's not negotiable. But figure out however it is you got to get you know out of whatever crap that you're trying to get sucked into. And figure out where you're going to go, what you're going to do, what food you're going to order, what drink you're going to have. Oh, man, I'm I'm excited about it. I want to go home right now and start planning. But when you, you could do that, if you're a Giant fan, you do that for Saturday. Come Sunday, a little bit of a different story. It's just so special. It's special because it's rare, even for a team that has been successful like the Giants. I know we referenced, you know, over 10 years ago now, uh, yeah, obviously for the last Super Bowl win, but even before that, you know, they had that those two great runs. You know, they've had a, a good history. But even them, it's not like they're in the postseason every single year. And as we said, it's been a while. And the last one was an embarrassment. It's so rare to have these games. It makes it so special. And that's what makes it even more frustrating from a Jets perspective where you were close you get a little bit of a taste of possibly playing in this weekend. And obviously, the way that they finished the year, they weren't going to get in the tournament. You want to get in. You want to have that game and give your fans that moment. It's it, it. Think about it. Five years is a long time. Oh, excuse me. Over five years. I keep saying five years because 2015. It's over five. Do some math, Sal. It's over five. It's been a long time. And these games, man, and that's why I know you know you get there, you want to win it, and the Giants have been fortunate enough to do that a couple of these times out of nowhere. I don't think that's going to be the case this time, but hey, you never know. All you could ask for is an opportunity, and they have that opportunity. And I do believe that this will be a competitive football game. I believe Dable... Well, I mean, he's an experienced coach, right? Even if it's not as a head coach, the guy's been around forever, an experienced head coach in postseason games and Super Bowls, whatever. He's going to have this team ready to go. He'll have the right mentality to where he already said the same thing. The same thing you're going to do in week one to win a football game, that's what you do in the postseason. So I believe that he'll have this team ready to go. I think he'll have the message get across to Daniel Jones and company. I don't think Jones is going to be in a spot where, oh, you know, and and he said it himself, Dable did, where postseason experience is overrated. I don't think you're going to see a spot where, oh, you know, the the moment was too big for Jones. No, I I don't think that's going to be the case. I think you'll get a pretty consistent performance from the Giants similar to what we've seen in the regular season. Now, will that be enough? That's going to be the question. And we'll find out come Sunday. I do think the key for the game is going to be the defense for the Giants because Giants offensively, I mean, it's just not their style to get into a shootout. They don't have the weapons. That's not how they play. They play it close to the vest. They run the football, chew the clock, shorten the game up, and they've had success with doing so. 
Daniel Jones with the effective runs, obviously the explosiveness of Saquon Barkley making some plays through the air when needed because you have to have some of a balance. But really it's going to come down to their defense and in particular their pass rush. If they can get to Kirk Cousins, not came on his rear end, maybe put some pressure on him, force him into some mistakes, which you know he's prone to, I think that's the formula to win the game. You don't want to get into a shootout with Minnesota. But think about it. One, two, three, four, five. You know, so six years ago was their last game. And then the last playoff game. And then prior to that, one, two, three, four. Another four years. I mean, you're talking about the better part of a decade with one playoff game. One playoff game. Now, obviously, I know it comes off of winning a Super Bowl, and then they won a Super Bowl a few years before that, too. So you're good to go. That buys you some equity. But it just shows you how rare these playoff games are. One in the last 10 years. Enjoy it. Win or lose, it's about the buildup. It's about the excitement. You got to enjoy it as a fan. And then obviously, you know, we get to talk about the result afterward. If you lose, you know, you talk about it. It sucks. You complain. If you win, even more excited because the stakes get even higher and you get another game. And that's all that you could ask for these postseason games. It's so much fun to have it. I can't wait. I'm excited. Giants, Vikings, 430 on Sunday. Obviously excited for the whole weekend as well. But in particular, that Giants, you know, we're going to get a chance to find out. Daniel Jones postseason. Saquon Barkley postseason. Brian Dable, head coach, first game as a Giant in the postseason. And in this town, that's how you're judged, winning in the playoffs. 877-337-6666. We'll get into the Jets and Woody Woody Johnson's comments as well. I mentioned the old L. Beckham Jr. video. We'll get into that where, I mean, look, that was an ugly incident, so... What do you want me to say on it? I mean, but we'll get into that. Uh, We get into some possibilities with the Mets as, you know, they have uh, been rumored to maybe be interested in Machado eventually if he does opt out. uh, That might be a better fit and some fourth outfielders. If we have time, we could get to that. We could also save that for next week because it is a shorter show and a football Friday. As we mentioned, uh, hottest picks in the game coming up at three with Taylor Mathis. And we'll do our perfect parlay at 340 as well. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Podcast. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. 
I mean, if you don't think the wild card game, the playoff game itself is special, think about how awful it's been. I mean, I know we've talked about it year in, year out, but you've had zero playoff appearances from the Jets since their AFC Championship loss in 2010. I mean, not one playoff game. I'm not talking about a win. We're talking about a game to watch, a playoff game to watch. You haven't had one as a Jets fan since 2010. For the Giants, you have had one, one since 2011, since winning the Super Bowl. And forget about what happened prior. I get it. Like, off winning the Super Bowl, it's a little easier. And even those years with the Jets back-to-back AFC Championship games, those were fun years. And it was nice to be able to get that far. But to not have... I mean, to have one playoff game between the two teams? One? For the Jets since, as we said, since 2010. For the Giants since 2011. I mean, that is insane. That's what makes this weekend even more special. And you think the odds would would have it uh, better because of the two teams. I mean, odds are one of them is going to make the playoffs. Apparently not. Add this to your New Year's resolutions. Win money in 2023 with Superbook Sports. Superbook has over three decades of sports wagering experience in Las Vegas, so you get the best odds anywhere as we head into the football playoffs. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. Make 2023 the year when you win money from Vegas. Download the Superbook Sports app now and place your bets. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I was looking at the Superbook odds before. We're getting a little uh, perfect parlay appetizer going as we'll have some fun with that in about an hour from now, a little bit after that. But we'll do the perfect parlay. Just look at over some of the the lines. The, the weekend's a little out of whack, too, because you get two backup quarterbacks playing, so it sucks. I mean, especially we want to build up the weekend and the games, and it is fun for the event, whether you go to the bars, whether you have people over, whether you're going to somewhere, whatever it is. It is great watching these games, but the Dolphins-Bills game, I mean, it's not even going to be worth watching. And then later on that night, you you get two games on Sunday. The Giants are the cream in the middle of a backup quarterback cookie or sandwich. I mean, it's ridiculous. And nothing we can do about it. I mean, it is what it is. Guys get hurt, but it does take away from those games. You know, playoffs, you're supposed to have the best players, certainly the best quarterbacks out there. And Tua Tagovailoa not being there for Miami hurts and not having Lamar Jackson also hurts hey speaking of quarterbacks Woody Johnson says the jail be okay if the Jets go spend on a big quarterback and we'll see who that's going to be if it's going to be Derek Carr or other maybe it is in fact Lamar Jackson Jets are I mean they're such a mess and and I'm not buying anything that Woody says no playoff mandate please yeah okay there's no playoff mandate oh and Robert Sala nothing to do with firing his best friend Right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I don't know the why Woody would come out and lie. I'm confused by the whole situation. Like, is he just trying to make himself look good? Doesn't make any sense to me. Says one thing, but the actions say another. Jets are just a mess. And I think they think they're better than they are. They do have some exciting players. And they should be a postseason team which shouldn't be that hard to make the playoffs. I mean, my goodness, the expanded postseason, how bad can you be? Look at Miami. I mean, Miami tanked the last half of the year, and they're still in the postseason. You just got to be somewhat competent. And the Jets couldn't even do that. But I don't think it's just about quarterback play. I think there's a lot more to it. 877-337-6666. Maury is calling from Belmore. Good morning, Maury. Good morning. How you doing, Sal? Great, Maury. What's on your mind today? Um, pretty confident, but you know what worries me is that high scoring game. I think Vikings have the tools, the weapons to to, to get uh, multiple touchdowns. That's my only concern. If we can't run the ball early, we're in a little trouble, and that's my my only worry. I mean, other than that, I think this team is beatable. I'm not super confident, but I'm excited to be there. And it has been a long time. At least you've been watching some Falcon games, win or lose. At least you've been in the playoffs, but it's hard. Well, I stopped. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I stopped after the – I shouldn't say that. I didn't stop after the Super Bowl because I remember, and I guess it would be the last time that they actually won a playoff game, the year after the Super Bowl. I remember going out. 
I was with my friends in Burlington, Vermont, if I'm not mistaken. And we were watching. It was Saturday night game, Falcons-Rams. And they won that game as we were out of the bar. And I was saying, just give me another game. Give me another game because that's all you want as a fan. That next week, get me to that next round. And then they played Philadelphia. And they actually should have won that game. But they didn't, and then that was the end. So, But, yeah, I mean, look, that's been an organization that has had – they had a nice run with Matt Ryan at quarterback. They had a nice run of a lot of playoff games, and it's great when you have that consistency. And then you know that there's going to be the down period and the rebuild and all that. But for the Jets and Giants, it's gone on far too long, the rebuild. Yeah, and, and I don't want to hear from uh, Gettleman. I don't want to hear in, in interviews. I don't want to – he ruined this franchise for him to even show. I told you my two guys – Why, is he speaking, great. Gettleman? You couldn't find – Oh, yeah. Sure is. He's talking about Daniel Jones, and he's talking to Saquon. Where? I didn't see that. There was an interview with Gettleman somewhere? Where did that, yeah. that happen? Fleeks, I missed it. Was it a post look, or something? Oh. A day old. Not even a day old. Yeah, you see, he's peeking his head out of the out of the, uh, sand. Meanwhile, right when, he was here, you, when he was here, you couldn't find him. See, that's why I don't like Dave Gettleman. <laughs> when he was here, you couldn't get a peep out of him, and now all of a sudden he's taking bows for it? Mr. Know-it-all. He took this franchise back five years, maybe ten. He's horrible. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Al. Ah, uh, yeah, thank you, Maury. I must have missed that. When did this come out here? Uh, January 6th. Uh, I did not see that. Oh, it was Friday. Yeah, I check out on that. This came out Friday. Uh, I'm done on Fridays. Man, anything that happens on a Friday, I just, because I guess I'm not checking Twitter as much, so I miss it. Uh, I got to start reading the papers every Saturday just to make a point, so uh, I don't miss anything here. But, yeah, of course you could find Gettleman saying that he's proud as hell. For his pick about Jones and Barkley. Gettleman is so out there that I guarantee you he thinks this is on him. I guarantee you he really believes that he's the one who turned this thing around. Oh, those are my plays. Those are my guys. My plays. And you could be happy for him, sure. Oh, look, he goes on. I can't even believe this. I'm I uh, I'm happy the guys are doing well. I'm thrilled. Daniel Saquon, Andrew Thomas, Dexter. Where do you want me to stop? See, look at Kettleman. He's taking bows. I mean, that's hilarious. Did he reference Pat Shermer at all? What about Joe Judge? I don't see their names as I skim through this article. Come on. I don't see I don't see their names as I skim through this. Yeah, sorry I missed that. Uh, That's hilarious. I mean, I'm not surprised. But that's just typical Gettleman where he was here and the team was floundering every year. Floundering probably even uh, too nice. Where the team was just doormats year after year after year with this guy who thought he was the smartest man in football and acted accordingly. And then he comes out there and you can't find him. You can't hear a peep out of Gettleman. Now it's, oh, where do you want me to stop? Oh, he's sitting there taking bows. You know, he's so proud. He may be happier. I mean, who's going to be more excited? The the family of Brian Dable this weekend watching the wild card game or Dave Gettleman? Sad. Well, really is sad that, yeah, obviously he picked some guys that have had made contributions here. But the bigger problem is how can you not figure out to hire a competent coach to make it work? I mean, it's a glaring weakness. Anyway, point is, Giants have a playoff game this weekend, and it's not, you know, we know they're not, the, the the one knock on the Giants roster is that it's just not talented enough. So you could reference, you know, four or five players, whatever you want to do, that have been impactful players for this team. Obviously, you're not going to get to the postseason if you don't have that. So they've had some players doing some good things, but it's it's all Brian Dable and his system and the way that they go out there, you know, Dable and, and Martindale, it's the coaching. That's what's made the difference for the Giants. Same quarterback, but with a different coach, he looks like a better quarterback, a different quarterback at times. A quarterback that won enough games to get his team to the postseason. And now, ultimately, Jones is going to be judged on what he does in the postseason. You know, if Daniel Jones, I'd be curious to talk to Giant fans on Monday or Tuesday when... You know, if the Giants lose and Daniel Jones has a bad game, it's not just about the Giants losing, but if Daniel Jones plays poorly, are fans going to change their tune? Where maybe he's the opposite of Eli, had a good regular season, but then in the playoffs has a bad postseason. 
ultimately, especially in, with the Giants, especially after what Eli Manning did, ultimately, he will be judged, Jones will be judged, on what they do in the postseason, right or wrong. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. But this year, I don't think any Giant should be judged on what goes on with this game. They they got a free pass. The Giants could get wrecked in this game. And I would not rip them. I don't you can't. I mean, uh, they could get blown out. Now, I wouldn't expect that to be the case. But if they got blown out, what are you going to say? Hey, you know what? It was a great year, bad game. I guess as long as and it's always about the how did it happen as opposed to what happened? How'd you get there? Yeah, they lost, they got blown out or whatever, but did Daniel Jones throw three picks? Then that would be uh, an issue. But, you know, we're just giving hypotheticals here. I do think it's going to be a competitive game. Giants should be able to run the football on Minnesota. I remember last time they came back in that game, had a chance to win. Kirk Cousins, you just can't trust him. The weapons... That Minnesota has, though, on offense is something that would worry me. Giants can't compete with that. Or at least they they haven't shown they could be a team that's going to put up a ton of points. So the question is, are they going to be able to run the football, which I think they could, and are they going to be able to slow down the Vikings' offense? That's the part of it I'm not so sure. Where maybe Cousins... You know, it is an afternoon game, 4.30. Are you getting close? Uh, he is a 1 o'clock quarterback. As I forget one of the callers brought that up the other day, which I like that line. He's a 1 o'clock quarterback, but 4.30 also is not, you know, I know it's Sunday postseason, prime time, but you know what I mean. It's not a night game. Maybe Cousins, uh, you know, afraid of the lights. Who the hell knows? But I do get the feeling that Minnesota offensively, is going to be tough to slow down for the Giants. And that's why it's a huge thing for the Giants to get some of these guys back. As I mentioned, Ojalari before, Adoree Jackson, these could be two huge pieces. Giants are going to win in the postseason. See, it's not going to be Daniel Jones that carries them through the NFC postseason. If the Giants are going to win this game, if the Giants are going to contend in the divisional round, it's going to be because of their defense. They're going to obviously have to run the football. But it's going to be the running of the football, controlling the clock, and playing defense. Getting to the quarterback. That was the formula. I mean, that's the formula for a lot of teams. you got to be able to get to the quarterback, get a pass rush going. In the postseason in particular. Will they be able to do that? If they can do that, then they'll have a chance to beat Minnesota. And potentially others. I do think there'll be a little bit of a letdown because you have, if the Giants were to lose this game, not only because it's a natural letdown anyway, but the feel is that the Giants are going to win this game. There's a few, you know, you guys know it. The fan base feels like they're going to win this game. This is, and that's why I'm not so sure about it because everybody's almost overlooking Minnesota. And I will say that if it were Minnesota versus almost anybody else, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable taking them. But in this matchup, with the way that everybody is on, it seems, on the Giants, that would concern me as a Giant fan. We'll see. You know what I usually make my picks? I go against what everybody else is saying. So if you're watching the pregame show and it's all one-sided, you are guaranteed to win if you go opposite. When everybody during any of these pregame shows, I don't care which one it is, when they all pick the same team, so you'll know Sunday 425 or whatever it is on the pregame show. That's the Fox game, right? Yeah, is Burkhart and Olsen doing that game? Yeah. So you'll know before they throw to that, before they throw to, uh, to Burkhart, you'll know who's going to win the game based off of everybody on set. Now, if there's a mix, tougher call. But if it's all one-sided, oh, Giants, we love the Giants fight. Oh, we love the Giants toughness and Coach Dable. Then I'd go the other way. Remember, too, it's not easy. And Minnesota has been, you know, they've been a, a, a snake-bitten franchise in the postseason. This year, been a team that's won a lot of close games. But at home... You know, that building 
it is not easy to win, and maybe not that particular building, but just in Minnesota in the postseason in general over the years. But this year, you know, eight and one at home. It is not a place where you expect that you go in there and it's going to be an easy environment to go win a football game. Not to mention a a team that has, you know, the Giants have less talent than Minnesota. Be one thing if they were the more talented team going in there. The way that Dallas is going into Tampa Bay, where I look at Dallas as the clear more talented team. The only reason why even people would be looking at the Bucs is because of Tom Brady. Dallas is the better football team. And they're going on the road. Not easy on the road, but at least when you have the better team or the more talented team, you feel like, hey, you know what? Anything could happen. I don't feel that, you know, there's a clear talent difference with the Vikings and Giants, and it's in favor of the Vikings. So what do you weigh more? The talent advantage that Minnesota has? Maybe the explosive playability that Minnesota has? Or the Giants coaching? And Dable and Martindale. Which one do you value more when you're looking at this game trying to decide which team is going to win? But whatever. I mean, we'll have some fun with the picks. It doesn't really matter. The point is they're playing in this game. And it is a game that is a winnable game. It's not an insurmountable feat to go into Minnesota and beat the Vikings. This is not, you know, a dominant team by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe one of the worst 13 win teams that we've seen. At least it feels like that. Niners at 13 and 4 feel more legitimate, even with the backup quarterback, than the Vikings do at 13 and 4 with their starter in there. This would be the one opponent. Yeah, even I feel better going into Minnesota against Cousins than I would even going into Tampa against Tom Brady if I'm the Giants. This was the one matchup you wanted in the wild card round. But it does not mean that it's going to go your way. Not going to be easy for the Giants in Minnesota. I do think a lot of people overlooking Minnesota and disrespecting what the Vikings did. I mean, the Giants just don't have the offense to match. So they got to dirty up the game, slow it down, not beat themselves. And then they'll have a shot. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. Hottest picks in the game coming up at three. Should be fun to see what Taylor's got in store for this wild card weekend. As the props go, the picks go, whatever uh, she's got on her mind. So we'll do that at three. Perfect parlay coming up at 340. Your calls outside of that. 877-337-6666. Real quick before we get back to the calls here. I saw the Odell Beckham Jr. video. I'm assuming that the majority of you have seen it by now. If not, it's basically Beckham Jr. on the plane uh, getting uh, asked to um, leave the plane after he was being difficult where he wasn't listening to the flight attendants or what they were saying to do. And if that weren't disturbing enough, he starts, um, what would you, how would you describe it? Disrespecting, be uh, berating um, an elderly man as the guy's walking off the plane. Now, I don't know what that guy said to Beckham, but he probably said something like, hey, just get off the freaking plane so we could all move already. Which, by the way, I'm in agreement with. You're the one causing the problem. You're inconveniencing everybody else. Get off the plane. And Beckham Jr. basically um, personally attacked that guy and made it like, oh, you'll be sitting there for a while. I'll be going on a private plane. He called the guy fat. Um... Yeah, told him to enjoy the cheese board. Like, just immature, disrespectful, disgusting behavior. You know, the exact thing that I've been talking about with Odo Beckham Jr. for, I don't know, as long as the last time the Giants made the postseason. Maybe before that. That's what Odo Beckham Jr. is. I don't want to hear anybody defend Odell Beckham Jr., 
ever again. This was the nail in his coffin as far as him being a good guy or not. That exposed what Odell Beckham Jr. really is. I don't care if he was drunk, high, whatever. There is no excuse to berate somebody like that. An elder person as well. I mean, didn't your parents teach you to respect your elders? If that were my father on the plane, you know, before he died, he would have punched Beckham Jr. right in the face. As he should have. I give credit to that old guy. For handling it with class. You know what? He just took it in stride and walked off and said, yeah, yeah, whatever. Who? How dare Odell Beckham Jr. talk to anybody like that? Who the hell are you? You, I got news for you. You're not even that good. You haven't done anything. Oh, yeah, you won the Super Bowl. You didn't even play that year. Oh, yeah, but you had a big playoff game. Big deal. One playoff game? You got hurt in the Super Bowl. What, so you contributed in a couple of playoff games for a fraud Super Bowl team anyway with the Rams? What, what Beckham do? One great catch his whole life, and everybody makes him like he's a great wide receiver? He's obviously got talent. He obviously had skill. He's also obviously a major disappointment. He's been, from day one, selfish, immature, attention-craving. And he's never changed. Grow up, you spoiled brat. Grow up. Despicable behavior. His parents should be ashamed of that. If I ever acted like that, my mother would chastise. Are you kidding me? She'd chastise me for that. She'd talk to me worse than Beckham talked to that guy. As she should. Embarrassing. What is he, 18 years old, Beckham? It's always the same stuff with this guy. Always the same stuff. And it's never him. I know, it's never him. It's everybody but him. What a clown. Get lost, you clown. Go into oblivion. Lou is calling from Atlantic City, New Jersey. What's up, Lou? Hey, what's up, man? How are you, I just Lou? go on with that. All right, how are you? Yeah, hey, okay. Listen, I go on with that Beckham thing with you. You just wish a guy like him played back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, when, when they were really allowed to light up the wide receivers. Yeah, when they were allowed to tackle people. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? But getting back to the Giants for a minute, I really think they have a good shot against Minnesota based on the defense. Because I can't see them scoring a lot of points. They're going to have to keep it a low-scoring game. But uh, I think they got a good shot. I really do. Well, they they do have to keep it a low-scoring game. I would think. I mean, you never know. You could expect, oh, yeah, they have to. The only way the Giants can win is a low-scoring game, and then they go out there and put up a ton of points. So you don't know. But I do think the Giants are going to have to run the ball. They have to do what they've done all year long. They don't get into shootouts, the Giants. Yeah, They play tight games. And they, they don't, they, they they, you know, here's where they have really two advantages. Obviously coaching. The other thing is that they aren't, they don't make mistakes and Kirk Cousins and Minnesota are prone to mistakes. I mean, that's just the, the Vikings way. Yes. And Cousins gets rattled. He does not like being hit. Well, who does? I know, but Cousins, he really seems to like lose it. Once he starts getting, yeah, that's what I was saying before. Times. Getting uh, Aziz Ojolari back will help out as you want to be able to put some pressure on Cousins. That'll help. You know, Lawrence and Williams up front. You need those guys healthy. Kenadori Jackson come back. You know, so if the Giants have a healthy defense, then oh, they're going to have a chance here. And it's not like Minnesota is some dominant offensive team, but they do have weapons that if everybody's clicking, you know, it's going to be tough for the Giants to compete. Yep, it should be fun. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thank you, Lou. I appreciate checking in. Yeah, it should be fun for sure. You know, look, if your team loses, it's never fun. But the fact that you have the game, it's like the Super Bowl. Like The Super Bowl's a big event, right? You order a hero or you get your wings or pizza, whatever it is you're ordering on Super Bowl Sunday. Playoff games with your team in it, that's an event as well. You may not want to have a party. You may not want to have people over. But it's an event as well. You may not want to go to the bar for that one. I don't even really want to go to the bar for that one. I want to be home watching that in isolation. 
But I am off Monday, so I'm not so sure that's going to be the case. I may try to take advantage of the holiday. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Come on, Sal. Don't be aggravated tonight. We got hottest picks in the game tonight. 3 a.m. Uh, you got about seven minutes. Hottest picks in the game with Taylor Mathis coming up. Besides my wife, that's my favorite girl right there. I'm, I'm a big fan. You know, I got uh, I got in a little trouble, I must say, last week. I'm sure. Well, I don't know why. I mean, what's the big deal? I retweeted the picture, for goodness sake. Well, I got kicked off Twitter by my wife because uh, Twitter's a bad news for me. So, Well, I mean, Instagram I find to be more... Um, uh, you know, temptations uh, are, are more are more available, I guess, on Instagram, or at least it seems. But, like, I don't get it. I was trying to explain to my wife, who, by the way, I don't even know how the hell she saw this thing. Somebody. Did she have Twitter? No. There's a rat somewhere. <laughs> either, and, and I don't think it was my brother-in-law either. It was. It might have been one of her friends is, like, stalking my Twitter or something. She's like, and I, the way that my wife said it was, like, who's... Taylor Mathis or whatever, and you know, I said, "Oh yeah, well, I have her on the show." You know, she just, and then she just laid into me. You think that that's respectful to retweet a picture like that? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't do anything. I'm just promoting the show. I, I start oh. using, I start playing the Howard Stern card, and she's like, "You're not Howard Stern. Who do you think you are?" I'm like, "Oh God, all right, I'll delete it." Jeez. Um, my wife has everything except Twitter. She never even used Twitter, so she had a race. She, she went on my Twitter. And I, I just hit follow buttons. Really cool. I don't even look at it a lot. I hit follow, hit follow. And then she went on my thing and erased a lot of these people on my on my Twitter. And then I said, okay. So I just follow, like, news and sports all this. Then I got in trouble because for some reason Twitter, I don't know if you notice this, if you have a friend on Twitter that likes a picture of a girl, it says this person liked this and the picture shows up. Right. Said, I'm not even following this person. Right, but so it I pops said, you know up what? in your timeline. Yeah. So I, said, so I got in trouble with that. I said, you know what? I'm deleting the whole thing. I don't even want it. Right. You know, I, I don't blame you. I would delete it, too. Unfortunately, I need it. Yeah. So, I, you know, you got to promote the shows or tweet out links and things like that. But, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I I, did get the, the – I'll end it with this, Chris, and then you can get to your point. The yeah. next day, after things were settled down and I apologized, I said, look, I understand where you're coming from. It's not a big deal, but I understand where you're coming from. The next day – I get a text message from my wife. Hey, Sammy, my daughter, Samira. Sammy yeah. and I uh, finished all the cauliflower pizza. Why don't you ask Taylor Mathis what's for dinner tonight? <laughs> and quickly, why do you use the, you don't use the Howard Stern card? Come on, Howard Stern was a beast back in the day. That's not the one you want to use. Well, um, wait, Howard Stern was what back in the day? He was a beast, man. He was crazy back then. That's no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm, my point was that, like, it's not a big deal. What what happens on the radio or social media? Like, you're trying to promote the show. Like, what's the big deal? And, you know, obviously Stern is famous for, yeah. you know. Well, she's a guest. You know, she's a weekly guest. So, I, know, you know, I don't I don't get it. My goodness, we're friends. Anyway. And, and it was a great picture, anyway. Yeah. It's a great New Year's picture. Here. You're going to get right. me in more trouble. I'm not, I'm not commenting <laughs> on that. All right. So, uh, all right. The so main thing with, with the Giants, look. Gio, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why he has no faith in his team. I, I watch these teams. I have watched the Giants. I still stand by Daniel Jones, the product of Dable. You know, look at Davis Webb. Horrible first half, but they almost won that game against the Eagles. To me, Jones is just, he is what he is. This is the best that you're going to get at the guy. And if you're able, I know that defense is not good, but if you're able to stop what they do best, where, you know, they, the tricky run, like he's a fullback, where he fake hands it off to Saquon, he runs like four stumps to the right as fast as he can. That's all they do. And if you can stop that, there's nothing else they do on, on, on offense. The guy can't throw the ball down the field. And if it is a shootout, it's over. Because Cousins does throw the ball down. He will go and score a touchdown in, in a minute and a half easily down the field. And if that happens, it's over. You well, know, they're not, if they're the, not that good. If the Giants need a quick strike, and thank you for the call, Chris, that is not something that I feel this offense is capable of. I mean, we haven't seen it. It's not. I, we haven't seen it. I'm not making this up out of nowhere. The Giants don't score a ton of points. That's not how they play. They play close to the best. Now, they have shown the ability to come back. But you just don't want to get into a shootout with Minnesota. That could be dangerous. Mike is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Mike? Hey, Sal. What's up? How are you, Mike? Good. So, you know, everyone's saying the Jets just need to go get, like, another veteran. You know, they're saying, like, uh, oh, what he said, I think, that, you know, we're just a quarterback boy. But, like, you look at all the veterans that went this year, you know, you look like Matt Ryan, he's a total bust over there. You look at Russell Wilson, another total bust. You know, a veteran quarterback, usually these guys are 
good because they've been in one place for so long and they got that like continuity. You know, mm-hmm. just go out and get a Derek Carr, he could you know very possibly suck it up and the whole thing's gonna be blown up. Right. So what would you do? I don't know. Maybe maybe you go with Mike White, but like. I just think like trying to get like a Matt Ryan their car is just like this. Well, forget Matt Ryan because it doesn't seem well, – well, obviously LaFleur's out, so they're going to probably go with the new offense. One of the appealing things to me about Matt Ryan, and thank you for the call, Mike, was that he won an MVP in that offense with Kyle Shanahan. That's obviously where LaFleur comes from. And if they're not going to develop Zach Wilson or make that a priority, then the Matt Ryan idea that I have goes out the window. Matter of fact, I would love to see Matt Ryan go back to Atlanta with Zach Wilson. And go try to develop him. I'm uh, Desmond Ritter is not doing it for me. But anyway, if the Jets are going to give up on Zach Wilson, it's going to be it's going to be either Derek Carr, it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, or maybe Lamar Jackson. Of the three, I'd take my chances with Lamar because the only knock there is that he's potentially not healthy. I mean, I believe me, I'd worry about it, but I think he's the best by far of the options. That's why I'd be drawn to go take that risk as opposed to, you know what you're getting with Derek Carr, sure, but I don't love him as a quarterback. And Garoppolo I wouldn't even consider. I mean, they're all, I don't even know why that name would come up. There's a reason why the Niners don't want him. Why why would you want him? That makes no sense to me. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 